All right, so we're going to take it from the two dots at the bottom of the page on Daflam Etesim and Beis. We are learning Lil Nishmas from Abashmol Shem. I forgot to say this before. And Daniel Barnet Baruch Ben Yudaleib Ve'Emi and Rufuah Shleim to all who need it. Thank you. All right, so what did we learn? Um, uh, so where are we up to at the at the two dots towards the bottom of the page on Daflam Etesim and Beis? Nifkab Ma'azon of Mina Etzim. If there is a, uh, um, a pagam, a damage in the tail from the bone, so tana etzba sha'amru, echon mi'arba betefach. When they talk about uh, the measurement of an etzba, of a finger, how big is the finger? So that's one quarter a tefach of uh, the average man. Now, what, regarding which halacha, which law do we need to know, for what law is it relevant to know how big is a finger, okay? That's the question. Again, so a tefach, as we know, is a fist, a basic, basic fist. So you divide the fist by four, and that qualifies as an etzba. Because as we know, there's different fingers that have different thicknesses. One finger might be thinner, the one might be... So basically, it's really the average of all four is going to be, including, you know, the fist. Basically, divide that fist by four, and each one is one etzba, and that's the measurement that we're talking about. Here. Approximately one inch, right? That's exactly right. Okay. So, the um, so let's take a look. We, why do we care how big is an etzba? That's really the question. Um, so, regarding what halach is relevant for the law of tchelas. Where do we see the law of tchelas? Tchelas is the blue wall. Titania, we learned that how many strings does he place? So Beishami says it's four string, strands. Beisolim Mishlosha he says it's three strands. Bekametemishuleshes how much should it uh, hang? Uh, meaning after the how how far down do the tzitzios the 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 strings of the tzitzis have to hang down? So Beishami Marba if they hang down four. O Beisolim Shloshes Vishlish three and a third. Shall Beisolim Echon Me Arba B'Tefach Shall Kol Adam. Basically, one quarter of a tefach uh, of, of a tefach of every man. And Rafuna Breder Vishuam. Okay, so that's um, so that's where it's relevant to know the measurement of a finger because we're measuring. These are all being measured in fingers. So, uh, how many etzbos? Is it three and a third fingers? That the it's talking about the round, the wound part of the of the tzitzios. So, how long the, is it? Four? Uh, is it four etzbos or is it three and a third etzbos? Is really the question. We're talking about the or you know the, the knotted part, the winding part. <clears throat> right. How far down do they have to hang beyond the beyond garment? The, okay. So it's right. How much longer does it hang? After you do all the okay, I have to show you. Anyway, we're talking about this part. So it needs to be at least a tefach, according, which is four, basically four red spells. But you stuck with the way you go to metal. By the time you make all the nuts and the turns and everything else. Yeah, so when you're setting it, you're building it. When you're building it, how much, how big? Because you can make these very tight and then it'll be, like, it'll be short tight. like this. So the idea is that you want it not too tight because you want it to be at least four red spells, according to Bishamay. Um, and or three and a third according to Basila. So that's exactly what we're trying to figure out. Okay, that's why it's relevant to know how big is a finger. Okay, there's a, that's one explanation. Okay, another explanation. Um, uh, that's the next thing. 
Rav Huna Breda Rav Shua Amar Lishte Amos. It's relevant for the two Amma measures. Now, what's the two Amma measures? The Tanan we learned in the Mishnah, Shte Amos Hayu Bishushan. There were two uh, sticks that they kept in Shushan that were the size of an Amma that they used as their 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 perfect Amma that they have to measure against. Okay. Um, yeah, you do that in all the time, right? No, no, what is no, that? No. What? Perish, I mean, they stand, they the standardized, standard right? Standard a standard meter. meter. So that, so this one was the size of a cubit, and it was standard cubits. Now these this were actually not according to the regular standard. Everyone had a regular standard one, but these two were special. Okay, in Shushanabira, that was not really the city of uh, Shushanabira, but there was an area. That's on the uh, on the eastern gate that had the name Shushan Abir. That's because there was a depiction of Shushan of the city of Shushan on its you know on its on its gateway, and that's what that's talking about. And Achaz Al Karen One was on the north. I'm sorry, on the northeastern corner, and that's where they kept that standard measure. Achaz Al And the other one was on the southeastern measure. Shal is the one that was on the northeastern one. Shal Moshe was uh, larger than the standard, than the, than the regular standard one. Chatsi by a half a finger. Shal Kerem was another half a finger larger than the first one. So the first one was a half a finger long, longer than the standard measure, which was six Tvachim. Uh, and the larger one was a full finger larger than the original, which is a half a finger larger than the second one. Nimsis Yisiris also Moshe, I suppose was larger than Moshe's one, uh, the full six Tvachim, was uh, one full etzba. Now, why would they have measures that are larger than the real measure? We know that they're larger, so why did they do that? The answer is, the reason is, notlin, when they were taking the, the wages, it would be for the smaller measure, for the standard measure. Uh, but when they provide, they would always provide with the larger measure. Why? So that they would never come to potentially transgressing on slightly mis, mis, misjudging on the size that they're providing. And therefore, they... It's like, you know, this is a way of making sure that they're giving a little bit more than what they took. Okay? And this way there's no shyness. You understand the question? So where did they get the extra to make it? Huh? Where did they get the extra to make it? No. So, I mean, uh, I mean you uh, get so uh, much gold that you say, okay, make me a chain. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, we're not talking about, what I mean is taking their, their, their when they were making their pricing, they would make a pricing based on the smaller size. And then yeah. when they provided, they had to provide it for the larger. That's what it means. Right. They're not to, we're not getting the material. We're not, they weren't getting the raw material from the... Uh, they were just getting paid. Okay. Pay, you know, so it's like sort of like, you know, you got to give an extra foot at the end to make sure that everything, that you know, that you, that, you gave, that you didn't undercut. Because look, it's impossible to measure perfectly. If you're even a drop under the correct amount, so then you're mole behektish because you said that you're going to give X size, you know, four feet of material, and you only did three feet, point nine nine. What? But the, the money that was given for the temple for this was consecrated 
money, so you can't misuse it. Exactly, that's the problem. That's exactly why it must be, that's why, they, that's why to play it safe, more. you always give back a little more than you measure. Would that be misusing if you gave a little more? No, that's exactly the point. You're, you're, not, you're not misusing it. Okay, anyway, so, there you, so that's the reason why you need to know how big is a finger. Okay, that's the answer. Um, now, the question is this. Why would we need two larger measures? We have one that's a half a finger bigger and another one that's a full finger bigger. Why would they have that? Have just a bigger measure and one bigger measure should suffice for all measurements. The answer is... One is for silver and gold. When they add measurements of silver and gold, that's one. And the other one was for um, for binyan for large for larger structures. And the idea being is that um, when dealing with silver and gold, Rashi explains um, when you're you know that uh, being that there's you know you you know that could be the difference between you know. Making ends meet and not, you know what I mean? Like uh, when you're dealing with, with high ticket items, you know, silver and gold, a little bit off, you know, even if more you're, what, you need it to be closer to the, right, the whole business is a more precise business and therefore when you're giving a foot, you know, if you, it's, even if it's a half a finger more, that's giving enough extra um, that won't be too onerous on the person. And, um, but when dealing with larger things, it's it you know you need a full finger's worth more per per ama to uh, make sure that you still get it in the right you know and not uh, and not undercut it. Rav Nachman Yitzchak, the third possibility be Tamer Rav Huna Bar Nason Loza Shashninu Sheish Basar Bin Choli Lecholia Malo Etzba Malo Etzba. You want to know why we need the finger for our mission over here? Because it says that uh, when there's we're talking about the tail, what? Tail. Put bricks out. Huh? Bricks. You put out bricks, so you have a space in between them. That's not what it's talking about. What are you talking the about? The tail, the Mishnah. The Mishnah. The tail, 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 the the tail, the tail, the tail, the tail, the tail, the Okay, the end of our Mishnah. That's all. Got it? Brings us to the next thing. Ain't lo beitzim. The animal has no testicles. Oh, ain't lo ela beitzim. only has a single testicle. So Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Mi yeshlo shnikis. And if it has two sheet, two, uh, it, it, you can actually see two pouches where the two testicles are supposed to be. So yeshlo beitzim. It has to be that the animal has both Testicles; uh, otherwise, it wouldn't have the double pouch. So the double pouch indicates that there are two testicles. Ain Otherwise, uh, then it only has one testicle. Now, Reb Kivomer, but what you need to do is find the missing testicle. So you sit it on its backside, and you squeeze that area. If there is uh, one, uh, then sofalotzis it'll come down. Basically, sometimes it. Uh, testicle is like elevated into the body and didn't come down yet um, this is a condition that happens sometimes with, with, with babies and they need to, you know, there's the process that they do to get it to drop anyway, bottom line is, it happens okay, so, so for lots of Maisa, there's a story, so they did such a thing, and uh, the trick didn't work, even though it had the two you know, areas, and 
So uh, they said, okay, it didn't come down. It must be that it's missing a testicle. It must be that it's a blemished animal. And they slaughtered it on that basis. And it turns out, it was stuck on the flank. Okay, meaning it was like way up and it wasn't able to come down. Kiva says, okay, so that's a blemish. What do you want? If it's way up there in the wrong spot, this qualifies as a blemish. Also, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, he says it's forbidden. Now, if it only has one, that's a blemish. So, why would you need to talk about when it has none? Okay, it's kind of like... Uh, yeah, if there's even one is already a blemish, so surely none is is two missing is clearly a blemish. So they're missing some parts of the Mishnah. Okay, Balkatani, this have to read it. Ain lo If there's no, if there aren't two testicles bishtinkis and in two pouches, but there's two in one pouch inami shtinkis and obezachas, or there's two pouches and only one testicle. Harezimum, either case is a blemish. Now, on that, if it has two pouches, it surely has both, both testicles. If it only has one pouch, even if you see two in the one pouch, that's not counting. It's, it's two, it counts only as one. Right, dummy. Now, for us, you don't you don't say, uh, well, for sure it's there, and therefore it's for sure fine, and not a blemished animal. You got to do the, the process to get to visit, to see it. You sit it on its back, on its you know backside, and you push down to to get it to drop. In Yesh Beitzas, if the, if there is one, then Sovelot says it will come down, and that's the story. Okay, so basically, it's not good enough to just say, "Well, it's for sure there, and therefore it's fine." We don't assume that. You got to do this test. Now, he did the test, and it didn't work. Now, Tanya we learned the Brisa from Rabbi Yosi Meitzah Bepiros. They amend the text. Show base Menachem. So this case happened. Shemiach Vuliyatzi didn't come down. Benishkata ended up getting slaughtered. Benimtzas Dvuka Bixalim, and it was. Stuck on the uh, on the flank. Peter Rabbi says it's mutter. Vasa Rabbi Yochanan Menuri Rabbi Yochanan Menuri says it's prohibited. Amalar Rabbi Kivla Rabbi Yochanan Menuri. So Rabbi Kivla told Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, "Ad masayatam mechalim b'mon shel Yisrael." You're just too strict because now you're destroying the Jewish people's money. I mean that's not right. So Amar Lo Rabbi Yochanan Menuri. Rabbi Kivla so Rabbi Yochanan Menuri told Rabbi Kivla, "Ad masayatam machal Yisrael nevelas." Why are you feeding the Jewish people? Forbidden, you know, forbidden stuff. So the Mora says, What do you mean, Nevelos? Lab Mishkan Shachta did it, was slaughtered this animal. It wasn't a Nevela. So the Mora says, Oh, Trefus, it was Trefus. The Mora says, Lo, Isu Trefus, who? This is not an Isu Trefus. The only thing is, is it a blemish for, so it doesn't belong to the Trefus. His question was, This is a Bechor over here. It's kachimachutz if it doesn't have a blemish. So, you know, you're telling me I'm destroying Jewish people's money, but you're feeding them prohibited stuff. That's the, uh, you know, so there's two ways to look at it. Anyway, um, it doesn't give clear direction as to who we paskin, although generally we, we rule like Rabbi Kiva against one, against one other. So I would assume that the Allah follows Rabbi Kiva over here. And if it didn't come down from the test, then uh, it's considered blemished. This is good. Uh, Korbanas we're talking about here, or, or the Bechor stuff? A Bechor. Bechor. Oh, yeah. Kudshin? Why does it say Kudshin? Well, Bechor is Kudshin. You can't eat it outside the temple uh, courtyard. Uh, 
Right. It's kachim bachutz. Right. That's the, so. If, if it has it. no blemish, then it's for, yeah. then you're doing kachim bachutz. That's because it's supposed to be brought as korban. That's a good question. And he has a very good point over there. Anyway, baal chamesh ruglaim. If the animal has five legs, or only three legs, or the uh, it's its hoofs are like attached, like a like a donkey. Okay. Uh, those are two conditions which we'll get to. What are they? It's uh, thigh is like dislocated. One of its thighs is a little taller than the other. It, um, you know, it's, they're not even in the sizes of the legs. Okay. When we talk about one extra, an extra leg, it doesn't mean an extra back leg, it means an extra front leg. Okay? But if it has an extra back leg, that's a trefanami habit. Not only is it not, uh, not only is it an animal that not kosher as a bechor, uh, but, you, but it's uh, non-kosher altogether because it's a trefe. It's not going to be able to survive that way. Why? The chol yatir, because the rule is, anytime there's an extra of whatever, it's like one's missing. So one extra is like one missing. One missing in the back legs is, a, if you're missing your back leg, that's puzzle. So that's the pshat. Now, next, moving on to the next thing. When we talk about the hoof of the, that looks like a donkey one, it does not mean that it's Rounded like the like a donkey hoof that's fully rounded, like kind of the same like a horse, but um, without any divide, no crack in the middle to say that it's split hooves. But Ella, Cuban Dagilin, even if it's rounded, but in it, even if it still has its crack, it's still going to be a blemish, a, a considered a, ble- an, a visible blemish that the animal is not fit to be brought as before. That's where the, the, the thigh is slipped out of its, pla- its place. It's like a dislocated leg. Okay, Rashi says it's not the same dislocated as uh, the trephus. I don't know if you remember, we learned about when one of the legs are dislocated, um, we said that qualifies as a full-fledged trefa. Um, uh, but that's where the, the sinews that hold it on are severed. That's when it's a total trefa, but over here, it's dislocated, you know, maybe out of its socket, socket but it's still uh, attached. So that's a blemish that it's not a trefa. Um, anyway, so that's the, that's the one of shachul. And kosel is a ragla echel besocha kesel, ragla echel agabia kesel. One of its legs is in, underneath the flank. And the other one is on top of the flank, meaning they're not, you know, they're not at the very end of the body, but one is underneath and the other one's behind the body. And that's the, it's not in the right spot. Anyway, the bottom line is for the legs, and that's what the, this one refers to. Okay. Next, uh, Tana, we learned, has Sarua Vakalut. What is that? Sarua Shenishtarvev Lo Yerecho. Uh, that's the um, actually actual explanation of the text uh, what Sarua and Kalut refers to 
Okay, but basically it's these two ideas. Next, we talked about in the mission, Nishba Etzim Yadov Etzim Ragvel. If the bone is broken, either of the foreleg or the back leg, Afal Pishin Nikar, even if you can't see it, the, you can't see the breaks from the outside, you can't even tell that it's, so in other words, it's like a, kind of like a fracture. You look at it, you don't see any, any noticeable markings that the, you know, it's not like a visible crack in the bone. It's, uh, but it's broken. Now. Green chisel. So what they call a green chisel. What? A fracture. What do you mean? They call it a green. A green? Green, yeah. A, I don't know what you mean. Okay. Because some of the, some of the kids, you know, when they grow up, they say, there's a crack in the bottom leg. It's not really broken. It has a, it has a very fine crack in it, whatever it is. A hairline fracture. Hairline well, that's what they call it, a hairline fracture or something. Anyway, the bottom line is there's a fracture there, and, uh, but it's not noticeable from the outside. It still counts as a blemish. All these aforementioned blemishes were listed by Ila in Yavne. And the Chacham all agreed to every one of them. And he added on an additional three. I'm alone. The other three... Lo shamanu ela elu. I mean, these are the the ones you mentioned before. That's the ones that we know of and we heard. But this new group, not familiar. What are they? Shegalgal eno ogul kishel adam. The shape of the eye of the animal was rounded like the uh, like man. Upiv domik shel chazir, or the mouth was misshapen, looking kind of like a pig mouth. Or a piece of the tongue, of the speaking part of the tongue, was removed. All of those things qualify as a blemish. Yeah, that's, this new group is also a blemish. So that's what it sounds like. Now, what does it mean? We mentioned the Mishnah, we have no idea, we didn't recognize it. If you can't see that it has a blemish, so then why is that a qualify as a blemish? I thought that then we basically established that it has to be visible. It looks fine, but as soon as you try to get it to do anything, then you see, okay? So it's not visible in, you know, in exam- when you examine it. But when you see that it's, it's not walking normally, it's like, you know, not even leaning, not putting any pressure on the leg, then you know that that's, a, that's something wrong with it, okay? So it's a break that's not visible, but it's, Noticeable. I was wondering how they knew that without x-rays. <clears throat> but that, there you go. It wouldn't be That's the answer, later. right. Exactly. So it's, it's from the way when you try to work with the animal, you can tell. That's, like the, that's, called, saying, that's called noticeable. Got it? Like when you were saying there was one leg longer than the other, what, that would be a dislocated leg. That's one of the indications. I guess if you see one leg is longer, it's probably because it's dislocated. It's out of, sh- it's out of it's its spot. Out of right. That's usually what it would be. Right. Okay, Momen Elu says in the Gemara, Momen Elu Mana Ila, so the member the Lav Hainu or you telling me that the rounded eyes of a, of a cow that looks like a human is not normal? For a minute, we have a contradiction to that. I'm a Pelas Min If a, a woman has a miscarriage, and the miscarriage it comes out along the shape of, a, of, even, of various animals, Bain to Main, Bain to whether they be uh, non-kosher animals or kosher animals. Im zachar, if it, if it looks like, let's say, a, a baby tiger, whatever. Bottom line is, if it looks like a male one, teshel zachar, then she's going to have the tumma status of if it's a male. And you do, if you can't tell, then she takes the chumras of both 
um, because it's one or the other, and therefore we, you know, just lay them over each other. Now, why is that? The reason why is because they share a common, a common denominator in the shape of the eye, and therefore it counts as a human. Okay? And the, 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 when we talk about the shape of the eye, there's two parts of the shape that you talk about. One is in the in the in the orb of the eye is uh, the, or the white part of the eye. The uchma is the dark part of the eye. They have a rounded iris just like humans do, and that's why it's the same in that regard. But in the white part of the eye, there is very there's differences between uh, um, the animal kingdom and humans, and that's what we mean that it's not you know normally there's the animals are not rounded the same as humans. The mouth is shaped like the dung, like a pig mouth. Now, Amar Rav Papa Shapid. Rashi has two shitas as to what shapid means, but uh, um, let me see. One of them is uh, um, so basically. Um, Uh, let me find it right. So the, when we talk about shapid, is uh, the mouth is rounded, you know, kind of like a like a pig snout. Okay, so it has like a rounded snout, kind of like a pig. That's one. That's what shapid means, at least in one version. And so lo tema de shapid uparis, and it's also. Uh, spread out, right? Meaning that the upper lip is much larger, the top of the mouth is sticking out much farther than the lower part, meaning it, a big overbite, like pigs have, right? That's not what we mean. Even if it has just the overbite without the rounded snout shape, that also qualifies as a blemish. Okay? Rashi says that there's another explanation of what shapid might be. Um, that's the other way around. That the the shapid is where the there's an overbite, because it's like a it looks like a it looks like a spit. Okay, are we late? Yeah, we are late. Yeah. Okay, um, we can. Let's get to. I just want to get to the and to get to the Mishnah. Who's the Mishnah going like Rabbi Yudi? It's going like Rabbi Yuda. You don't need the most of the tongue to be removed to qualify as blemish, but the part of the speaking part of the tongue, which is the detached section of the tongue, not the part from where it's attached, but you just need a majority of the, uh, you know, this, the separated part. All right, we can stop over here and go Davin. And if you have time, we can uh, finish. We could finish after Davin and the rest of it. Okay. All right, Shkoch. Go Dabba. This extra additional learning to finish off Daf Mem is we're learning specially Lunishma Zlata Bas Avram. We are in Neshama having Aliyah to yard site today. Today is the yard site? Yesterday. Yesterday was the yard site. Okay. And uh, we are at the mission at the bottom of the page, Daf Mem Amad Aleph, The case was that they had the upper jaw was, a lower jaw was 
longer than the upper one. What's the story? A major underbite, I guess. And Vamru, uh, they said that qualifies. You got a blemish right there, and that's uh, the bottom line. So says the Gemara, you know, you can't start uh, a halacha from umaisa and umaisa. This is not even the topic that we, you have to introduce it with something, with halacha. So the answer is, We mentioned in the Mishnah before that the mouth is shaped like a, like a pig's mouth. And the rabbis argued on Rabbi, become reading. And now we're saying, When the upper one is larger than the lower one, that's where the Chachamim argue. When the bottom one is longer than the upper one, that already is so deformed that it qualifies as a blemish. And that's where we have a story that backs that up. The lower one was larger than the upper one. Now, he asked the Chachamim Vamru, and they said, There we go. Now, I, Gabi Adam, so why, I don't understand, why is it by, by humans, we're talking about a Kohen who can do service in the base of Migdash, so we said that if he has a major overbite or a major underbite, either one is a mum. So the, why is there a chiluk? That's the question. So the answer is, there's a reason. When it comes to Adam, who ish ish what does that mean? He has to match the standard look, look, um, look the same as, as all of the children of Aaron. When it comes to Beima, lo, that's not a requirement. Okay. Now, Amr Papa Lokasha, Papa says another, it's not a shver, had ispe etzem, had The difference is whether there's a, the bone is there or not. Meaning, if the bone of the jaw um, is larger than the upper bone, so then that's uh, in the bone itself, so then that is really um, a significant thing. But if it's in the bone, it's the same, but there's just, it's just fleshy that sticks out, so then that doesn't, that doesn't count. And that's another pshat, another explanation of the chilak. Okay, brings us to the new Mishnah. Ha'ozen hagidi. The ear of the goat, that's doubled. It had a double ear. So whatever, re- I don't know exactly what it, you know, the picture of it, but then it like, there's one ear, and then inside there's like another ear growing out some, from the outer ear, whatever it is. When it's one bony structure, one cartilage, mum, that qualifies as mum. If there's no bone at all, it's just uh, fleshy, so then it's just like a flap of skin, and in a moment it doesn't qualify as a blemish. The tail of the goat, which is similar to a pig, different shape, and it doesn't have at least three rings of uh, you know cartilage, so that qualifies as a blemish. Now, so pibalum means uh, a short mouth, a shorter snout, okay, swallowed in. Raglov mivulamos, and very short legs. So machmas, there's two girisos over here, but it means the same thing. Machmas, a revach, if it's because of the space, meaning there's not enough space in the mouth um, or in the teeth. 
Um, so then inumam that doesn't qualify as the blemish. But if the bony structure is smaller than it should be, then I raise a mum that qualifies as a mum. Aznav kvulos, if its ears are folded, bechaschasos, meaning in the cartilage, achas, where there's one cartilage, I raise a mum that's a mum, bechaschasos, ain't a mum, if it's two, then it doesn't qualify as a blemish. Um, Hirashi says it's the tenuch, which is the upper part of the ear, okay, the, the cartilage. Okay, Ramun Gamliel Amrzanov Agadi Arei Ashu Dome Lashel Chazir. The tail that's similar to a pig's tail. What does it mean? Similar to a pig's tail. Amar Papa Lotema Dikatina. Not that it's short as a pig's tail. El Dekricha. It's rounded. Avalgav Dealim. Even if it's long enough, but if it has the you know if it's a, 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 you know cylinder shaped, that's the problem because the tail of a goat or or a sheep are flat and wide, it's not uh, rounded. And that's the difference. So it's a different shaped tail, and that's what means uh, shaped like a pig's. Um, so it doesn't have three, car, you know, three um, car, uh, vertebrae, basically. So I'm a rav huna bigdi shtayim. In a goat, it needs two. I raise a mum. That's, if it has two, I raise a mum. Shalosh ain't a mum. But if it has three, it's not a mum. Bitzalabai sheep. Shalosh I raise a mum. If it has three, it's a mum. Arba ain't a mum. Because they have a bit of a longer tail, apparently. What is, what, what is this three and four? What is this? You know what? The, the, when you look at a tail, if you ever felt the tail of an animal, they, it's not just a, it's not just muscle. There's a there's like bones. cartilage, bones, whatever yeah. it is. So that's what we're talking about. There's and they're shaped like rings, like so, a spine. Right. So that's why I said vertebrae. Right. So three vertebrae in the tail is the minimum for a goat. That's what we're saying now. Uh, or two. Uh, right. Two is a mum. Three is not a mum. And three for a sheep is a mum, and four is not a mum. Do you understand? That's the uh, idea. Usually it's probably more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, problem with this is, so, we have a kasha on this, big D, achas, I raise a mum. If it has only one, then it's a mum. Shtayim ain't a mum, if it has two, it's not a mum. Bitle, shtayim, I raise a mum. If it has two, it's a mum. Shalosh ain't a mum. So it's one less in this version. So, tiyufta, the ravuna, it's a kasha on ravuna, distira, right? So, and for the Gemara, ravuna, must needs not a He made a mistake based on the Mishnah. Eus, sovereign, midiration, big D, sefanami, big D. He thought that the whole thing's talking about a gdi. Therefore, he thought that everything's. Is, is one more below he raised a big and that's why um, we switched off. So Sheimba Shalosh Chulios Areza Mum is going on the uh, is going on the Tle, and the Gedi doesn't need three. Two is enough. That's the difference. Okay. Rabbi Chanina Ben Tikkunos Omer S Sheyabelas Beinov. If it has a Yabelas, which is a uh, Rashi says it's Vruin, I'm not exactly what? sure. Uh, it has a word for it, vruin, but I don't know what the word means. It doesn't say, but Yapelos uh, is some type of growth in the eye. Uh, we'll see, right? We're missing David, right? Or there's a, 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 a something in the a break in the bone of his hand and his foot. Or the um, separated the bone of its mouth. Okay, dislocated jaw. Enoch is Golubach's Ktana, who is one big eye, one small eye. Oznoach is Golubach's Ktana, Bimara Velobimida. The ears have to um, uh, visibly, easily noticeable, be one larger than the other. If you need the, uh, your uh, measuring rod to 
see that they're a little bit different, that doesn't qualify as a, it has to be, you know, you, know, you, can, you can tell by looking, not, uh, not without having to measure that they're, that they're obviously, there has to be a you know, significant difference, in other words. If one is twice as large as normal, is more than double the size of the other one, that's also a blemish. <laughs> they said that's not true. Okay, now the Mamer Diabellus have a moment. This implies that Diabellus, which is some sort of growth in the eyes, a blemish. I have a minute of a catch on that. Contradiction. This is not allowed to shecht on the basis, but during, you know, even it's not enough of a blemish, meaning to say that it's even ruined from being brought as an offering or b'medina. So these are all minor, such minor blemishes that they don't count. Bal gerev of bal Okay, if it has uh, uh, basically uh, um, these are like minor skin stuff, you know, whatever. So an ayabelis also doesn't doesn't count. So the Gemara says, v'tizbra, how can you say that these things don't qualify as a blemish. It says Yabelis in the Torah as a blemish. Depends where it is. If it's on the body, that's not a mum. That's really not a, not a significant enough mum. It has a, whatever, a wart or something like that. But in the eye, it is. So Gemara says, how can that be in the text? It's, a, it's a, just a plain pasuk. It doesn't say what type of Yabelis. If it's saying it's a blemish, then it shouldn't make a difference whether where it is. So that's the kash. El kash is not difficult. If there is a bone in this growth, yeah, that's already some. So there's like a. Uh, it's not just a skin thing. It's a bone thing. That's already a blemish. That's the that's the adolesbaetzem. What the pasuk is talking about is a growth. Yabelis is basically a growth that has bone in it. So that's where it's problematic. Must decent less bad some there's no bone. Be'eno have a mumma, the gufa love a mumma. In the eye, it's a, uh, but, but when it's the less bad if there's no bone, but it's just a, a, like sticking out, like a growth. So in the eye, that is a blemish. In the body, when it's a growth without, the, uh, a, ble- without a bone, love a mumma, that's not a bone. But less bad some the gufa, psula, is that true? I read tilt about me, that's nothing. It's a, what we call a tiltobalma, which is just like a, you know, like a skin tag. It's not, not anything significant. So the Tanan, They're both in the eye. When we talk about a, a, a yabeles, there's uh, the black and a white one. So that's where the difference is. I beloved. I thought there's no movement on the white part of the eye. Ali idi vidi beloved. They're both on the white part of the eye. Vamer rish lakish lokasha hadi ispe seyar hadalas be seyar. If you have a growth in your eye that has hair growing out of it, that's a blemish. In your eye, in your eye, growing out of the eye. There's like a little wart that has hair growing out. Yeah, that's a problem. It's not that common. That could be a problem. Anyway. Okay. Okay. One big eye, one small eye. Large means big, like a calf's eye, and katana is like a like a duck's eye, a goose's eye. One big ear, one small ear. How big um, does it have to be? So Tanya, 
Ksheva. The Rabbanon who talk about it's really going on the next halacha of the testicles, one's much larger than the other. Rabbi Yudah says that qualifies as a blemish if it's more than twice as large. According to the rabbis, they say not true. <laughs> but how much of a difference would they even be, agree that, it's a, that it doesn't count? Even if the second one is the size of a small bean, but it's there, it doesn't, even the one's much, much larger than the other one, that doesn't matter, and it's still 100% kosher. It's uh, less than that already, that would be perhaps an issue. All right. Um, they could do the next Mishnah. They could do the Mishnah, I guess. If you have a tail of the calf that doesn't reach its uh, arkuv, which is the, the break in the thigh, where, where it's like first knee is, it has three, you know, there's like different levels. Upper thigh. Right, upper thigh, right. So, what do you mean? A lot of calves don't have short tails. What are you talking about? The larger they get, they you know they they sort of like start you know the hairs start falling out, so that shouldn't be a problem. What is the arkov The one that's in the middle of the thigh, and we'll get to the um, all right. Finished. Huh? I finished the mission. I go to the Gemara yeah, also. Tana kafetz alein v'lo Okay, we'll read the Gemara. Kafetz elyon v'lo kafetz tachton. The upper joint, and not the lower joint. Ochenek the begamol nikar. If you look in a camel, I don't know if you remember in Chulim we had this. It's very noticeable that that uh, knee basically that joint, and that's the one yes, that we're measuring. It's a big okay, and we'll stop over here. Shikayach everybody.